Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes, I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. We got a lot to get to. Uh, Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us. Governor Mike Huckabee is going to be here. Abby Johnson is here. Uh, We will speak with Bethany Mandel, who just gave birth to her latest child this last week. Uh, And we uh, will take a look at what's going on in Washington. Kevin McCullough for the Friday edition. Stay here. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He is playing the role as uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Well, friends, if my math is correct, as we are having this conversation with you at this moment, it looks like the House will have to move. I don't know if it's the 13th or the 14th ballot, but there is some news to report to you, and we've we've made some progress. Kevin McCullough, glad to welcome you in on a Friday. We've got a lot to get to. We're going to get some perspective on all of this. Abby Johnson's going to be here. What type of pro-life legislation is getting stalled because the Congress is not meeting? And what do we need to be focusing on in 23? We've not spoken with Abby since the year flipped over. And so I'm looking forward to that conversation. Bethany Mandel wrote a very interesting piece about marriage based on uh, concessions from Michelle Obama this last week, talking about how for 10 years of her marriage with Barack, she had real uh, resentment. Um, and yet they stuck with it. Uh, very interesting conversation I hope to have with Bethany coming up. And then we've also got Governor Mike Huckabee that's going to join us, give us a preview of his weekend broadcast as well. Now let me go to the breaking news in Washington, D.C. at this moment. Um, the House of Representatives is moving into a um, 13th or maybe 14th round of voting after Leader McCarthy was able to gain 14 GOP holdouts to flip to his side. Now, that's getting very close to the margin because the uh, with the 20 that were holding out, he could only afford to lose four. That means that there are now six total that have not uh, jumped on board with him because he was able to reclaim those 14. Here's the 14 that did come on board. Dan Bishop from North Carolina, Joshua Breachin from Oklahoma, Mike Cloud from Texas, Andrew Glide from Georgia, Byron Donalds from Florida, and Byron was one of the ones that had taken, um, they had, uh, there were some votes that had been coming his way as, as one of the candidates. He's now flipped his support to McCarthy. Uh, Anna Paulina Luna from Florida, 
Mary Miller from Illinois, Ralph Norman from South Carolina, Scott Perry from Pennsylvania. Perry was one of the holdouts that uh, Freedom Caucus guys that had said, you know, no, we're going to we're going to fight for the purity of the Freedom Caucus. Chip Roy from Texas, one of the most vehement critics of McCarthy. He's flipped his support to him now. Uh, Representative Self from Texas, Gozar from Arizona, Ogles from Tennessee, all switching their votes to McCarthy and Victoria Sparts from Indiana switched her vote from present to McCarthy. So he's gained 14 additional votes. I think he had 202 in the last one. That means he's at 216. That means that they got to find two more votes. Uh, and, and you know what it doesn't mean? And, and this is very clear what it doesn't mean. It means definitively that they are not making progress in the other direction. In other words, there is no other candidate that's putting themselves forward. There's no other candidate that's saying, uh, I've got momentum. I'm making progress. We're going to fight this to the end. So Lauren Boebert and the, the other five that are still you know hanging out, hey, listen, uh, you've got a chance to get on with the people's business. And if you choose not to right now, that's not going to bode well for you. In terms of the people, in terms of the, the citizens of the United States, you said you wanted to represent them so that you could go there and do the business of the people. And if you're still holding out at this point, when your gang of 20 has lost 14 of its members, meaning that there's only six left, um, see the writing on the wall. Do what you need to do to assuage uh, your concerns. And if it's, you know, another phone call to Kevin McCarthy and say, this is still the stuff I'm concerned about. And if he's if he promises you, he'll take care of, you know, he'll he'll address it. Then take him at his word. Here's the thing that I've really been puzzled by with McCarthy. And this has really puzzled me from the beginning. Everyone has treated him like he's the worst rhino that's ever, you know, Republican in name only. The worst rhino that's ever lived. And when you compare Kevin McCarthy's legislative record against Paul Ryan, when you compare it against John Boehner, you're talking about a decisively different Republican that is sitting in that seat than the previous two that got to be Speaker of the House at one point or, or Majority Leader at one point or another. John Boehner cut deals up and down. I mean, he there was no Democrat deal he didn't. He didn't shine a favorable light on. And Paul Ryan, about the same. Kevin McCarthy worked very hard with President Trump in the uh, years that he was there to enact what he effectively could as the minority leader, as a minority leader. He's had his issues with not having the gavel, but he's also been willing to, at this point in time, say, hey, I'm, I'm, willing, to, I'm willing to go fight for the people. So I don't know where all this ends, but I know that 14 people switching sides uh, towards Kevin McCarthy bodes well for him. And I'll just add this note. Um, here at Salem Communications, uh, the, the president and founder of the company, Ed Atzinger, um, a number of our liaisons on Capitol Hill, a number of those of us that are on the air at different uh, posts throughout the country, we've all had a chance to talk and get to know uh, Leader McCarthy on some level, obviously some more than others. Ed Atzinger's basically been a mentor to uh, McCarthy since he was a 
you know, junior assemblyman from Bakersfield. But this is a guy that has uh, kept his word, uh, voted in favor of life and family every time he's had the chance, and he's moved his caucus in that direction as well. There are far fewer uh, what would have been considered country club Republicans in the party, partly because Kevin McCarthy went out and worked hard in the midterms to see to it that people like Nicole Maliotakis got reelected, to see to it that people like Corey Mills got elected from Florida, to see to it that people like Mike Lawler got affected for, uh, elected from New York, uh, overturning the, the DCCC chair. Uh, I mean, he went to work <clears throat> before he was speaker to try to give his party the majority so that he could do what he needs to do. And you're going to hear me refer to this a couple of times today, but his first agenda item. And I, I thought from the beginning that if the Republicans want to be successful in this Congress, they have to demonstrate that they are there to work on behalf of the people and to do things that put the people first. And one of the things that people on both sides of the aisle think needs to be done is to adios these 87,000 new IRS agents. If we're going to hire 87,000 people and put them on the public dole, let's put them on the southern border. Let's put them in a place where they can make an actual uh, huge difference, not being um, Joe Biden's uh, muscle and secret police. Well, Kevin McCarthy is 14 members closer Because that's his first agenda item, to defund the 87,000 IRS agents. They're closer. He's about two votes away. Um, And they're going into another round, it looks like, as we we sit here and, and speak at this moment. Of course, breaking news always changes, and things may break out as we go along. But that's the latest for now. All right, Kevin McCullough, we've got a huge show for you. What kind of uh, pro-life legislation is going to be impacted in 2023 with the new Congress and the new uh, situation with the Supreme Court and Roe v. Wade being overturned? Abby Johnson joins me next to break all of that down in some specific detail. Plus, Bethany Mandel and Governor Mike Huckabee all before we're done. Stay here. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. The holidays are a time when family is front and center. But tragically, a growing percentage of American adults has no living spouse or biological children. It's a result of baby boomers' lower marriage rates, higher divorce rates, and higher rates of childlessness than earlier generations. And that, in turn, is because of the truly big lie embedded in American culture for almost 50 years. We've been told real female success is defined by a job. Anything keeping a woman from the workforce has been portrayed as unfair and sexist. Children have been caricatured as burdens, whose arrival spells the end of any fun. Now we're paying the price. From the women who will never cuddle a grandchild, to the alienated, lonely men, to the children deprived of the extended family that serves as an additional support system. It's time to expose the big lie and restore the joy of family. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow. 
the WMCA January Ministry of the Month is Turning Point with Dr. David Jeremiah. When the Word of God is dwelling in your heart, you don't read the book just to see what it says. You read the book to see what to do. Listen weekday mornings at 1030. Everything about your life changes because God's Word is in you bearing its fruit in your life. Listen mornings at 7 to win a gift from the ministry. Turning Point, the January Ministry of the Month on WMCA. AM570, The Mission, doesn't have to stop when you turn off the radio. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Download the app. Just search AM570, The Mission. Take us wherever you go. AM570, The Mission. WMCA. AM570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in iHeartAlexa or Odyssey.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly. And now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 940 6161. That's 1 800 940 6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1 800 940 6161. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. For over 60 years, World Missionary Evangelism has reached out to impoverished and suffering children and people in many countries, meeting both their spiritual and physical needs. Join us for the World Missionary Evangelism broadcast as we work together to impact the globe. The World Missionary Evangelism broadcast, Monday through Friday on this station. Weeknights at 830 on WMCA. The greatest red carpet you'll ever walk is through your front door. We're Dr. Josh and Christy Straub, marriage and leadership coaches and hosts of the Famous at Home podcast. With a realistic, grace-filled look at the struggles families face today, we cover topics designed to help you become a rock star under your roof, set healthy rhythms between work and home, and build a rock-solid marriage. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Famous at Home on your favorite podcast platform. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right. Aside from the uh, nonsense that uh, continues on in the House, there are some very real uh, issues to be concerned about. And a lot since Roe v. Wade has been overturned with the Dobbs case is impacting the uh, quality of the uh, life issue across the uh, country, both on the state level and there's even some efforts on the federal level to uh, go backwards from the uh, progress of getting uh, doing away with Roe v. Wade. Uh, Abby Johnson, former Planned Parenthood director and CEO of And Then There Were None, rejoins us. Abby, first of all, Happy New Year to you. 2022 was an enormous year for the pro-life movement. I'm glad we were able to see the death of Roe v. Wade, but you've got a lot of work cut out for you in 2023. 
Let's just start with what the slate has. What are you most concerned about? What stories are you watching most carefully? And where are we at in terms of um, making progress on the state-by-state level? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely happy New Year. Um, Definitely concerned uh, about medication abortion, medical abortion, um, the RU46 pill. That has been my primary concern uh, even before the fall Dubs. of Roe, but definitely after. Yeah, because to, to be clear, the president made it a big priority to come out after Dobbs was done and say, well, now we're going to push medical abortion, you know, uh, uh, pharmaceutical abortion everywhere. And so there was all of a sudden this push to make sure these things were available in places that uh, they, they had not been before. What, what do we know about the, the reach of that? What, what's, the, what's the calculus with the states? Where are we at with it? Okay, so before Roe, there had been, before Roe was overturned, there had been a push from many states to prevent telemedicine abortion, and that was, that was a big push by Planned Parenthood and the abortion industry, you know, trying to get medication abortion, these medical abortion pills, into the hands of women without having to see a physician, right? Um so this was several years ago. They had been doing this telemed abortion scheme, and many states had outlawed that. Texas, where I live, was one of them. They said, no, you cannot do that. You have to see a physician. Why? Well, because you need to be under a physician's care. Um, you could have an ectopic pregnancy and not know about it. You take these pills, your fallopian tube ruptures, you die. You potentially die. Um, you may not know how far along you are in your pregnancy. You take these pills. You could potentially deliver a live baby. I mean, there's all kinds of complications that could happen right. if you take these pills. You're not under physician care, right? So these states go in. They ban telemed abortion. Okay. So then the FDA, they then increase the, the gestational limit of medication abortion from essentially nine weeks to 12 weeks. So now we're talking about fully formed babies, right? These women are delivering fully formed babies into their toilet and then having to make a decision, do I flush this baby? Do I, you know, get my hand in the toilet, take the baby out and bury it? I mean, this we don't even know what the psychological ramifications of this are, right, for sure. women. Sure, Okay, so now Roe is overturned, and now abortion is banned in many states. So then here come all of these websites. Now there's over 70 websites where women can go online without verifying birth date. They don't care how old you are. You could be a 13-year-old who's a victim of sex trafficking, okay? Um, They don't verify if you've had an ultrasound. They don't care how far along you are in your pregnancy. You don't have to be under any physician care. And you go online for 110 bucks. You put in your information. It could all be false information. They don't care. And they then get a prescription from another country, primarily Belgium, China, India, and they send you unregulated medication to, we don't even know what the medication is, to any, any address you want, right? So it's going through the U.S. Postal Service. You get the medication. It could take anywhere from two to four weeks for you to receive it. You get the medication. You take it at home. You kill your baby that way, okay? Now... The Biden administration, through our completely partisan FDA, now decided, nope, 
We don't want that at all. We want you being able to get the medication abortion pills through any pharmacy in the United States with a prescription that you're going to be able to get online, right? So these same entities that you've been able to get the prescription and get it, you know, over in another country, now you're going to be able to easily get the prescription for, I don't know, 20, 40 bucks, take it to any CVS, Walgreens, Walmart pharmacy, get the pills now from your local pharmacy, and now every woman's home is ultimately going to be an abortion facility. Abby, there's so much that you uh, unpacked there, and all of it breaks my heart. But the the one thing that really comes through in this is that there is just there seems to be zero care for the quality of the woman herself. Like, why 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 do people think that this is such a good thing that it'd be able to? I mean, other than obviously the profit motive for the company that makes the pills and the desire to uh, make abortion available in places where it otherwise wouldn't be. But where, where are the women's groups on this? Where's the people speaking up for women's health saying, hey, uh, w- women d- deserve to have quality medical advice from a physician that is actually uh, aware of what they're dealing with? Well, I mean, that's, that is the question, right, Kevin? I mean, there, there is no care for women. We're literally going to have women bleeding out in their homes. We're going to have women hemorrhaging to death. We're going to have women dying of infections because they're not being treated by doctors. Um, and yet these women's groups, organizations like Planned Parenthood, say they care for women. They're calling this progress. It's not progress. And, and I think at some point in time, I mean, look, this isn't, this isn't a step forward for Planned Parenthood as far as financial gain. No. Right? I mean, they're actually losing money on this. So at some point in time, you have to look at this and say, what what is the motive for Planned Parenthood, right? What is the motive for the abortion industry? And and look, I'm not trying to sound like some like you know crazy spiritual person, but at some point in time, you've got to look at this and say, what is what is the motive? And I mean, honestly, the motive is just to kill babies. Well. That does seem to be the real motive, Abby Johnson, and that's why we have to have these ongoing conversations. Uh, I'm guessing you think it might be kind of important then that the Congress get its business in order so that legislative stuff can be addressed. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be addressed on the federal level, but it sounds like something that certainly should be, particularly for pro-life legislators. Absolutely. Um, You know, state legislation is what brought us the demise of Roe v. Wade, right? So we need states to step up. We need states to litigate against what's taking place right now. I mean, the Biden administration has now said, well, whatever state laws you have don't matter regarding, you know, USPS being able to mail prescription uh, RU46 to, to women. No, absolutely not. We need states to litigate against that, to stand up against the Biden administration, as they have been. So, um, yeah, I mean, the I mean, federally, yeah, we'd like that to we'd like people to stand up. But I, I don't I don't I can't depend on our Congress people to do for, for all the progress that we so. made in for all the progress we made in 22, 23 has got its work cut out for us. And Abby, you've just uh, given us Absolutely. a bird's eye view of some of it. Thank you for being here. Happy New Year to you. And let's uh, let's pray for good progress here in the uh, first part of the year. Kevin McCullough coming right back. We've still got um, Governor Mike Huckabee and Bethany Mandel yet to join us today. Don't go anywhere.
Listen to Global Spiritual Revolution Radio with Bishop Larry Gators. Bishop Gators is 100% pro-Christ, pro-life, pro-Constitution, pro-U.S., and pro-President Donald Trump. Tune in Monday nights at 9.30 on AM 570 WMCA. Don't miss it. During the COVID-19 pandemic, they closed our churches down. Suicide rates are exploding. Drug and alcohol use is ravaging America. And there's no church to bring the hope. The new documentary, Super Spreader, follows the controversial fight for religious freedom. You can no longer sing in church anymore. I was like, okay, it's on. Christian singer and activist Sean Foyt leading what's called Let Us Worship. It brought intense criticism from politicians and mainstream media. If Jesus were here right now, he absolutely would wear a mask. But this bold stand against tyranny brought hope to a country in chaos. It's wild that this is happening in America, and it's wild that people are okay with it. He called it a worship protest. Christians are rising up, I'm telling you guys. Don't miss Super Spreader, the most inspirational movie of our time. Here's a move of God that's going to change America. Super Spreader. Watch it now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Late summer this year, you can join Alistair Begg on a fascinating Mediterranean cruise. We'll be visiting Palermo, Italy, where streets are filled with fascinating artisan studios, vibrant restaurants, and beautiful cathedrals. It was the Apostle Paul who brought Christianity to the island of Sicily, and his influence can be seen today in many works of art on the island. And of course, I get to teach the Bible, the geography, helping to make it come alive as never before. Join Alistair Begg for a -a once-in-a-lifetime Mediterranean cruise. Immerse yourself in the wonder of some of the world's most famous cathedrals, museums, and works of art. We'll be sailing on Norwegian Cruise Line's newest ship, the luxurious Viva. For details, log on to deeperfaithcruise.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to join. 855-565-5519. Inspiration Cruises and Tours is a trusted partner of Salem Media Group. Are you encouraged by the message of WMCA? Then follow us on Instagram for more inspiration. Just search AM570 The Mission and start following us. Before you know it, our scripture verses and inspirational quotes will become a source of refuge as you scroll. AM570 The Mission. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity, it's Kevin McCullough Radio. So glad to have you with us on the Friday edition I'm so glad to welcome back Bethany Mandel, who, you know, between the days that I was away and so forth, we've had a little bit of a break. But in the meantime, she's welcomed the latest Mini Mandel. And there's lots of Mini Mandels running around the uh, the planet, but the latest one is here, and yet she's still here to talk to us. And Bethany, I'm, I'm very touched and humbled that you would be willing to do so. Um, thank you for being here. Is, is the baby doing well? Everybody's happy? Is mommy and daddy, are mommy and daddy getting any sleep at all? Um, so no on the sleep front, but, uh, he's great. He's in my lap currently eating nonstop. Um, but yeah, things are good. He's, you know, he barreled in at 10 pounds, two ounces and, um, (laughs) Ah, wow. He's a big kid. He's a big kid. Yeah. Here, pass the watermelon. Okay, good. Um, that's, uh, you, you know, God bless every mom. 
that's all I have to say. Uh, I don't think uh, if I if I had to realize what human bodies had to go through to bring kids in, if men had to do it, you know, there'd be a lot fewer kids on planet Earth. Um, so God bless you on every front uh, with that. Hey, um, you have not uh, stopped your writing either. And uh, last week, um, very interesting piece. Uh, I think people saw this news headline pop up, but not a lot of people gave a lot of credit to it. And Michelle Obama had basically said that she just for a long period of time, really didn't like her husband. And you thought this was kind of counterintuitive and countercultural. What did you take away from it? Yeah. So, I mean, the the sort of headlines that people saw right before New Year's were basically like I that the Obamas were not really a super happy couple for 10 of the 30 years of their marriage. And I sort of I saw it initially and I was like, well, I don't like that. I don't like that she's dissing her husband. But then I actually sort of looked at her comments on the whole and not just the headlines. And she was saying actually some really countercultural stuff that people on the left don't really say about marriage and childbearing. She basically said, you know, I, I was not happy because the the little kid years are really hard, which is something I can definitely attest to. Sure. But she stuck with it because marriage is meant to be stuck with. And, you know, in this era of like self-care and speak your truth, that's not something that, you know, people of my generation and younger are hearing that you should just stick with a marriage because that's what you do. Um, but she went on and said, you know, a lot of my resentment was that I was taking the majority of the work. I, you know, it was 60, 40 or 70, 30 on me with the child, with the childbearing stuff and the child raising. And she said, you know what? Life isn't fair. It's just, it's just the reality. And I was blown away. The fact that a woman on the left, actually said that but on the issue of family and the importance of a father in the home i had very little to disagree with him on and uh, to this day still do believe that even what you just described by michelle even though i may (laughs) revile some of her positions on a lot of things that is the right approach and we need to we need to call good good when we see it yeah no absolutely and that was exactly why i wrote the column and you know, I think that a lot of folks um, sort of attribute their success and their happiness to the fact that they're soulmates. And I, I you know, I, I don't know them. i sure they are. But um, but her comments are basically like, even when you're soulmates, it still takes work and it still takes sacrifice. And, um, you know, that's not something that, you know, 30, 30 year olds and under here anymore. Yeah. Um, and. I, I wish that her comments had gotten more play. And so my column at Deseret was kind of like trying to give them a little bit more air because uh, it was it was really refreshing, honestly. Well, it's worth repeating for sure. And if and if we are a, a culture or a, a, a part of a, a group that has the worldview that uh, this culture needs to value marriage in its most honest and um, respectful forms, um, we've we've got to we've got to applaud everybody that makes it work, um, particularly when they when they when they do it the right way. And so I'm glad that yeah. you did that. Um, was there anything about what she said that not wouldn't surprise your generation, but surprised you on a personal level? So I mean, I think I was surprised. I, I feel like if for anyone to get to their level, you kind of have to put on a, a show. You have it has to be very fake. And um, I was surprised that she was that honest about the shortcomings of her husband, Um, because normally, you know, it's 
put on a happy face for everyone, but perhaps because they're out of the White House and they have no higher goals except to sell books at this point and speeches. And um, maybe that's why she's just she feels like she could be honest. But that that to me was surprising. Um, I don't normally love when wives diss their husbands, but I didn't I didn't (laughs) feel like that's necessarily what she was doing. in circumstance. I think she was just sort of talking about marriage in more general terms and not sort of throwing him under yeah. the bus. No, that's interesting. Well, friends, go over to the Deseret and read it. Uh, it's Bethany's latest piece, came out on the third uh, perspective. Love her or hate her, Michelle Obama speaking the truth on marriage. We could always use more truth. Bethany Mandel, happy new year, happy congratulations, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Kevin. Be well. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. Okay, girls, ready to go? Yeah. Mom, I'm hungry. Can I have a snack? Me too, Mommy. You want a snack? Yeah. Got it? Children learn from our behaviors. Mommy, can you open this, All right, please? hold on one second. Okay. Okay, here. Thank you. They learn what is okay from the adults they see. Mommy, are you on your phone? If you're a distracted driver, <laughs> chances are they will be too. What kind of driver are you raising? Funded by the Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. <laughs> The WMCA January Ministry of the Month is Turning Point with Dr. David Jeremiah. When the Word of God is dwelling in your heart, you don't read the book just to see what it says. You read the book to see what to do. Listen weekday mornings at 1030. Everything about your life changes because God's Word is in you bearing its fruit in your life. Listen mornings at 7 to win a gift from the ministry. Turning Point, the January Ministry of the Month on WMCA. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cars would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like... uh. One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Do you want to walk in integrity and victory, forever transformed by the power of God? Join Pastor Ray Hagistilianos of Living Word Christian Church of White Plains, New York, weekday afternoons at 2 for More Than Conquerors. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build Build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. Remember, just because the journey gets difficult, it doesn't mean God's not in it. More than conquerors. Weekday afternoons at 2 on WMCA. 
Do you want to send your child to a Christian school but are overwhelmed by the cost? Then WMCA's discount tuition program may be right for you. The discount tuition program is a way for parents to send their children to a quality Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition. We've partnered up with some of the leading schools in the New York, New Jersey metro area to help parents to reduce the costs and still have their children receive a quality, faith-based education. Here are just a few of the participating schools. Gateway Academy, Upper Room Christian School, Bergen County Christian Academy. You can see the full list of participating schools at WMCA.com. WMCA is also offering each school the opportunity to promote their school with a full radio advertising campaign. For more information on how you can send your children to a Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition or how you can get your school enrolled in the program, go to WMCA.com or call Rachel at 212-857-9630. That's 212-857-9630. Cable news. Noisy, out of touch, on repeat. Tired of all the lookalikes? So are we. Salem News Channel is here to change the game. Streaming 24-7, free on your TV, with the greatest collection of conservative voices. Home to Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Like you, we say what's wrong and what's right. Unfiltered and unapologetic. Salem News Channel. We're the answer to the mainstream media. Learn more at snc.tv. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. He is one of the longest serving governors in American history, a two time presidential candidate, a top rated Fox News Channel host, and all of that before being known as Sarah's dad. Governor Mike Huckabee, exclusively on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, earlier, you heard from one of the vote casters, uh, Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis. Now let's turn to someone else who has an opinion on what's going on in Washington. And, uh, Governor, it's been a whole week of some of the craziest, zaniest nonsense that I've, um, that I've witnessed. Although, you know, um, and I have to kind of back up here. I really admire uh, Larry Arndt from... Um, um, uh, the school. What's the school? Uh, uh, Hillsdale. 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 And yes. I, I was watching his comments earlier today, and he was not talking about the personalities involved. He was just talking about some of the things that they are asking for that uh, I guess McCarthy has given uh, most of what they've asked for, but there are a few things that they're still asking for that seem to me to be pretty good ideas, things that would simplify voting on types of legislation, for example, not doing like refusing to accept omnibus legislation and take things one one piece at a time. Some other things. Um, It's tempting for me to want to be a hater on the 10 percent here. But is there anything redeeming about what they're doing at all in trying to to get a few more rules changes uh, implemented? Kevin, let me be fair. I've supported all 20 of these folks who are on the. uh, I have two, by the way. Yeah. And my pack gave to every one of them. But there is a point at which you don't negotiate by holding hostages. And they're holding the entire work of the Congress hostage. And if your ideas are really good, you'll be able to sell them. And you can convince enough people, the other 90 percent, that they ought to be implemented. But there is a way to go about things. And this is not the way to do it. This is an embarrassment to the country and to the party. Um, it's become personal. They don't like Kevin McCarthy. Fine. You don't have to like him. But for several of them, 
he helped raise money that got them elected. And now they're putting a knife right in his face. And I, I just can't respect that. Yeah. So my is this. They have asked for a number of concessions, and he's given up almost every one of them. Yep. And then they say, but that's not enough. Now we have some new ones. Well, that's not good faith negotiation. And in negotiation, I don't know of anyone who ever gets everything they want, and if they refuse to get everything they want and keep adding to the list, then they refuse to ever resolve the dispute. That's what we're seeing play out. And quite frankly, can you ever name for me a situation in a democracy where 10% actually get to overrule 90%. It just not a, doesn't. Not in a democracy. That's kind of what they do in banana republics, <laughs> not, not in a democracy. Uh, one of the things I talked about on the show two weeks ago, do you think that McCarthy has the will to, on day one, get in there and uh, fire the 87,000 IRS agents. And I got a mixed bag from people. Some people said, no, he's going to be too establishment. Other people said, I think there's a good shot that he might, blah, blah, blah. Nobody was confident that he was going to. Governor, do you know what the first agenda item is on his on his list? It's to fire the 87,000 IRS agents. That's the first thing he's going to do. And what a statement it would make to the entire country about the rule of law and uh, balance coming back to our government, but he's never going to get to that opportunity to do that magnanimous thing if these people keep standing in his way. Look who's supporting Kevin McCarthy, Jim Jordan, Steve Scalise, Newt Gingrich, Mark Levin. Now all of us, including Donald me, Trump, we're being Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, Donald Trump. And now suddenly this, the, this, small minority and the people who are supporting him are saying, oh, if you don't support the 10 percent, you're a rhino. Well, who gives that 10 percent the authority to determine right. who's the Republican and conservative and who's the phony one? I would like to suggest that those who think that you're a rhino, if you just want to go ahead and get things done, why don't you put your name on the ballot and run? And when you get to enough votes that you can overcome the majority and you are the majority, run things like you want. When we always had a small little group of naysayers, they never had enough votes to pass anything. They only had enough to create some problems and trouble and block things. And when you'd say, what do you want? They really couldn't articulate it. Lauren Boebert on Hannity, and he really came after her and asked her, what do you want? It's always these generic things Vague, like yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing uh, specific. Chip Roy is the same way. I've seen him on multiple outlets. Yeah. And it's, it's like, well, we've got to fight against the status quo. Well, 87,000 IRS agents are, are the new status quo. And if you don't get the business of the people underway, you, you're not going to get that done. And here's the other thing, Governor, and it's really interesting because you remember the Tea Party and you remember the, the uprising that preceded the, the Trump kind of mm -hmm. side of the Reformation. And I spoke at that very first Tea Party on the Mall in Washington. I was very blown away by some two million people there with so much energy and so much life for getting back to the basics. And the Freedom Caucus came out of that movement. Jim Jordan yeah. was the was the founder of the Freedom Caucus. There are more members of the Freedom Caucus that have endorsed Kevin McCarthy than are holding out. And yet these people are claiming we're the the Freedom Caucus Puritans. We're the ones that have it all right and everybody else is wrong. There's something incredibly wrong with that attitude. And 
you know, there, there comes a point you make your best case, but you accept that you don't have the numbers. This is simple math. Politics is not as complicated as some people try to make it. Yeah. And when you're at 10 percent, you simply at some point have to say, you know, I'm going to have to live to fight another day, but I'm losing this battle. And I will uh, reluctantly go ahead and support the choice of the majority. And if he proves to be as inept as I think he will be, then I will bring up a motion to vacate the chair. Yeah, and, the, and, he's, and he's included the vacate motion. He's putting it back into play. Like, what else could you ask for? Anyway, we could go on forever about that. What's on the big show this weekend? Ned Ryan's going to be with us. Uh, we'll be talking about all of these things in the House. And we also have John Paul Mac Isaacs, who's the guy that, uh, actually tried to repair and did repair Hunter Biden's laptop. And uh, he'll be talking about uh, his experience and all the things that have happened to him and how he's virtually had to go into hiding uh, mm. because he was the one that uh, Hunter took the laptop to in the first place. going to be a pretty interesting show. Who's your musical guest this week? We've got uh, Kim Hobbs, a wonderful R&B singer. She's really up and coming and one of the hot new uh, artists that uh, people are going to really, really enjoy. Great. Well, we'll look forward to all of it. It's 8 and 11 on um, Saturday and Sunday nights on TBN. It's Huckabee Today. Governor, always appreciate your common sense. Thanks for being here. Great to be with you, Kevin. Thank you. You got it. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Don't go away. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major your investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Hi, Kevin McCullough. What if I told you that you could save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you. They're offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. So your gift today can save a baby's life. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or go online to WMCA.com. Just $28 can give a mother a chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside of her. $140 can do this for five girls or women. $280 can do this for 10. Whether you want to save one baby, five, or hundreds, that opportunity is just a click or phone call away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or go online to WMCA.com. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store.
what you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, glad you're with us and uh, very grateful to be able to be with you each day, hoping against hope that um, we will resolve this uh, Speaker of the House issue soon. Uh, I think they're on the 478th ballot now. I'm kidding. Uh, But, uh, yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done when the Congress gets seated. Uh, You you not only have to set the the people in place for the leadership, but then you've got to set the agenda. As I was talking with um, Governor Mike Huckabee, I think the first thing they want to do is cancel the 87,000 IRS agents, which I don't know any American that uh, would think that's a bad idea. And uh, then you also get office assignments and all the rest. And there's some people really crabbing about the fact that, you know, Kevin McCarthy moved into what would be the Speaker of the House office because he has 90 percent of the votes for Speaker of the House. And um, he's got to put his stuff somewhere. So I don't know. But some of the others are starting to complain. Kevin uh, Kiley is an elected representative from California. And he posted on Instagram yesterday that apparently the word California is impossible for legislative bodies to spell. And then he put pictures up. Listen to this. On the left picture uh, on the on the post is my first member pin in the assembly. This was the state assembly for California a number of years ago. On the right is the sign outside of my congressional office. Now, this is a man who is now a congressman, was a state assemblyman in the state of California. But evidently, California is impossible for legislative bodies to spell. Why? Because his pin that he was given for uh, being a member of the state assembly says on it, California State Assembly. C-A-L-I-F-O-R-N-T-A. California State Assembly. That, that's, that's in his state. That's in the state of California. They spelled it California. Now, Transition to his Washington, D.C. office. It says Office 1032, Representative. They spelled his name right, Kevin Kiley, K-I-L-E-Y. And then underneath it, it says California. <laughs> and the thing that comes to my mind for California or for California, uh, either one, is... Um, does everybody feel like we're really being well served with um, public education these days? Because California is not a hard state to spell. It, I mean, it's not Utah, but it's it's pretty doggone close. Y- you sound out all of the all of the letters are in the pronunciation. California, California, California. Poor Congressman Kylie is stuck somewhere in the ether between those two destinations. Anyway, uh, that's that's just a little fun to end your week with. And by the way, don't let me end your week here. Come join me Saturday night, 9 p.m. on the Salem News Channel for uh, the final installment of the original Radio Night Live. Uh, we've got a big show. Kevin Sorbo is going to be with us. Uh, And we've got some uh, fresh comedy from a man who has the same name as Captain America, Stephen Rogers. He'll be joining us. Uh, Just some of the stuff and some of the fun. 9 p.m. Salem News Channel. You can go to snc.tv or get the app. We'll see you then.